Hi friends, and welcome to The Spirit Scoop with Michelle. Michelle is just your typical grounded Taurus, Canadian loving girl who loves everything spiritual. Michelle is a spiritual medium, a Reiki master, and an angel reader. Get ready each week to dive into Michelle's own lived experiences, spiritual guidance and tips, awesome guests, and lots and lots of spirits, of course. Together, we'll feel inspired. We may learn something new. We'll learn to trust in spirit. And don't be surprised if you have a lot of OMG moments. So now's your time to grab a cup of tea, get comfortable, and we're about to start. Here's your host, Michelle Lindsay. Okay, welcome to Spirit Scoop with Michelle Lindsay. So for this episode, I have my fiance join me today for my first guest. So that's really exciting. It's It was nice to have somebody else here to talk to rather than just doing the solo episodes and just talking to myself, which is kind of weird. But So it was a lot of fun to have somebody on my podcast. So I do look forward to future interviews to come. So Peter prepared some questions for me to answer. And we talk a little bit about everything so the conversation Peter prepared some rapid fire which ended up not being too rapid but yeah it was fun to have him on towards the end of the episode I did ask Peter some rapid fire questions also I think that we both just love playing games and we love rapid fire so if you need to tune out towards the end of the episode I totally get it but we had some fun and I was like okay I'm gonna keep him on here as long as possible because uh, I don't know when he'll ever come back on so I wanted to take advantage of that time. And yeah, we did. We went a little bit overboard with the rapid fire. It was a lot of fun. My incredible, amazing, supportive fiance. How's it going, everybody? He's incredibly nervous to be here. No, I'm not. (laughs) All right. So as I said in one of my episodes before, you know, my fiance was the one who was trying to get me into podcasting from the first place. So it only made sense that he would be my first guest. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. All right. So today, Peter came up with the idea of asking myself some questions about me. So he's come up with a list of questions. I have no idea what's on it. Am I nervous? Slightly. Yes. I don't know what he's going to ask me. Um, anything goes, I guess. So yeah, where do you want to start? Okay, so yeah, this is my first podcast as well. Um, I'm happy and excited that Michelle got me onto the podcast. Um, I'm going to ask her a series of questions. It's going to be questions from like, you know, getting to know her, how she started the uh, her spiritual journey, what I feel about it. Just a series of things that you that way, the more you know about her, the more you would understand her. And maybe one of these days you guys could work with her. But without further ado, I'm going to ask the first question. The first question that I've been wanting to get you to do for the longest time, and you finally did it, is why did you start the podcast? What a great first question. I feel like so many reasons, you know, it just kept coming up for me. And I've been feeling this pull. One of the main reasons, honestly, too, is working through the fears of being seen and using my voice. And my, one of my, my teacher, Danielle Srink, she always had said that 
you know, when she started her podcast, that's a huge way that she worked through that fear of public speaking and just sharing your voice was just going through it and speaking your voice and letting people hear you. I guess there's no other way to work through that fear rather than just doing the thing and doing it scared. Right. So you're pretty much tackling your fears, just releasing those scary emotions and be able to tackle what you want to do, which is, I guess, as compares to what you, what you feared in the past, which is public speaking, which is a phobia of yours, right? Mm-hmm. And a podcast, which is, I, I guess, similar because you're talking to a wide uh, variety of people, uh, an audience of people as well. If But yeah, that's the reason why I think I introduced you to, you know, maybe just podcasting and, and sharing your knowledge and wisdom to people that, that need it, right? Yeah. And the, obviously, there's like so many other reasons of sharing my voice, sharing my stories, building a community, and, you know, um, just connecting with people. That's, also one of these main reasons too and you know when I first was thinking about doing a podcast I was like why why do I need to do that but then when I thought of it as you know it actually could bring healing this could actually help other people and then I just felt like the pull from or the contraction that I felt from like being scared it just kind Mm -hmm. of opened up a little bit and because I was going to be of service to other people to help them, I opened up so much easier. It was just almost like I had to switch that switch off in my brain and rewire my brain of like, you know, of what the benefits could be from doing a podcast. So I definitely had like a whole year and a half of like way different waves of feelings. Like I'm going to do it because of this reason and then this reason. And then there's just now I'm just like, there's so many reasons that it just makes sense. Right. And I think that right now you're the amount of knowledge you know, um, you're pretty much servicing and helping people in have a, a variety of age groups, religions, men or women, young and old. Um, I think that's what you're kind of destined to do, you know, and I think that this uh, it's a good way just to start off with the podcast first and then eventually branch off to, you know, you know, bigger and better things after that, right? I have a question for you. Right. Don't know if I've ever asked you this, but what made you think that I should do a podcast from like years and years and years ago? Like, how did that come to mind? Well, I, I, the reason why I got you into wanting to get you into a podcast, because I feel like you always told me that you were more of a listener as opposed to a speaker. I, I didn't feel like that was authentic what you said, because I feel like for a person like yourself, and I think for a lot of people, a lot of people feel that, well, I, with what I know, because I work in customer service, is that most people prefer to be, they, they'd rather talk 70, 70% of the time, right? And you would listen, like, literally all the time, right? And I think that for yourself, the amount of knowledge you know about spirits and and stuff that people, that, that could help people, I think that's the reason why you started a podcast and broadcasting it to people having that knowledge will be able to really uh, affect people's lives. Right. But I think that was one of it. I felt like it was a little bit of an excuse a little bit. And I wanted to push you and break you out of that, that barrier, you know? And I think that, um, I think it's working because I think you eventually started branching off to like, you know, doing one-on-one zoom calls with people that you met online that have the same, um, story as you, or 
the same um, hobbies and, and goals as you and the same spirit energy as yourself. And eventually you became more confident. You were able to break into like more public speaking on Zoom calls and going to like events up in what was that place called? Do you want to? Like it was a spirit event. Oh, the sacred spirit retreat. Yes. And um, yeah, no, it's one of the things that, you know, I'm very proud, very happy. And I, I could really sense that you've changed throughout this whole journey of yours. So, um, but like I, like I said, this podcast is, is one of the things that it's another, you know, crack of the door. We're just breaking the ice and, but yeah. Quick side note. Do you remember when we went into quarantine and we had to switch from our physio from in-person to on-camera and oh. how awkward I was. I was like, oh my gosh, I've never, like, I just couldn't stop laughing. And my face was red and you were making me laugh. <laughs> I just, like, could not be on camera with, like, even just my physio person. It was, like, so awkward for me. So right. if I think about that moment and it's just so funny. And that's the reason why I felt like if you wanted to really connect with people, you would need to break out out of that fear right and fear is something that is it's it's make belief it's something that we could all get past really just based on um repetition and exposing yourself little by little and eventually it will become non-existent right so yeah it's like like i said you came a long way and something like that was um a simple zoom call with our physical therapist could be a little you know awkward right uh for everyone but in this case you know you definitely are reaching to a different audience now and it's uh it's exciting to see so next question we have here is what made you start your spiritual journey was honestly to connect with my mom that's in spirit that really affected your life of course exactly um, yeah like if it wasn't i don't know if she would if she never passed away when i was young i don't know if i well i believe that everything was kind of planned before we got here but i believe that my mom passing away when i was young has a huge i just wanted that like mom and daughter relationship a little bit that i craved and the only way for me to have that was to learn more on how i can connect and talk to her you know ask call her in and ask for support and ask for signs so that really was the main main mm -hmm. reason mm -hmm. when when did she pass away and how old were you i was seven years old and my mom passed away and did you remember what happened and i do happened? i have memories and sometimes you're like how do you remember when you were six years old and and it's one of those things where it's like I don't know, when you're dealing with somebody who's having an illness and they're in the hospital and you have Christmas and they're in the hospital and you remember all these moments that you hold on to because you don't know if they're going to be your last memories mm -hmm. with this person. So that's why I do remember mostly I would say from age four to seven. I don't really remember too much before four years old, but I definitely remember lots of memories of being in the hospital a lot with my mom mm -hmm. and yeah lots of other little memories here but i was still very young yeah no i like to add on to that um you know michelle she um till this day she's uh she has like literally a picture of her mother right beside her bedside right and um i would say it's not a day that 
she is, I felt like she's maybe con like connected with her mom every single day, you know, whether it's like through her mediumship or she's doing other people giving him her readings. I feel like she is always here in spirit. I think that's, it's a very beautiful and very fascinating to come across and hear when she talks about it, you know? Yeah. Because you're not used to it. And yeah, you never really hung out with somebody that was who talks to dead people. A little disclaimer, I, uh, I'm i afraid of uh, of ghosts. I don't right? know. I might have mentioned that in an earlier episode. I can't remember. How do you feel? Like, does it frighten you when I talk about those things? Well, I mean, it's, um, you know, I, I never really had someone really close to me pass away. You know, there is a lot of um, things that I believe in and, you know, what I feel that is real, what isn't real. But um, it's hard to differ differentiate what's a ghost and what's a spirit, right? So spirit sounds, you know, very the good the good side. Um, and then there's that ghost where you, you see on, on, in movies <laughs> where, you know, they're there to haunt you and get out of my house. You're not welcome, you know, and it's just supernatural activities where, you know, you're not supposed to be in the proximity of someone that's like that you cannot see so yeah i know so basically uh with her what she's doing uh i support her but i i sometimes like to you know earmuffs you know put earmuffs in my ears <laughs> and whenever she when she whenever she's doing her classes I, I i try to close the door not to listen too much but i i am a little fascinated and interested with what she does and how she does it and uh it's 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 pretty cool to see yeah you can only take so much i think of it all at once and i'll be like recording my podcast in one of the bedrooms and i'll close the door because he's like i don't want to hear it i don't want to hear it <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like i don't know if you could actually uh i don't know if you're gonna end up listening to any of my podcast episodes because i don't know how you're gonna feel about some of the stories mm -hmm. For spirits and ghosts, I always say, because we watched that, it was like a ghost hunting show on Netflix. Mm -hmm. That's why you're talking about like, you know, the ghosts being really protective of their space mm -hmm. and people coming into their space. But in that show, I, I wasn't resonating with it because I felt like they were going into the space trying to like anger the spirits, you know? And right. if I was, I feel like if I was a ghost, I would be pissed off too. I'd be like, why are you guys trying to <laughs> piss off us? You know what I mean? We're just here. We like, we're, they're obviously attached to the space. And spirits, I feel like sometimes I'll call them spirits and ghosts, but I mean, like, spirits are just generally loved ones that come in your grandpa, your grandma, your mom. The difference between ghosts that a lot of people talk about would be more earthbound spirits. So, Spirits that haven't fully crossed over yet to the other side. So that's what I think about when I think about ghosts. I just call, I think about them as earthbound spirits. Right. Which means they don't want to, you know, leave their family members or they're, they're attached to a place and they don't want to leave. So they decide to stay here instead. Um, right. But spirits, I, I believe that they, they pass, they go to heaven and they can come back anytime they want. So that's kind of how I, I think of it, but I don't really think of earthbound spirits as being scary or anything like that. Right. So I guess the more, you know, the less afraid you'll be. Exactly. It really is one of those things that, you know, when you're ignorant about something, you want to stay away because your, your fear is not, it's not really ghosts and spirits itself. It's not knowing anything about that subject. Right. Totally. 
All right, so let's um let's get let's get to know you a little more as well. What would your best friend describe your personality? Well, you're my best friend, so how would you describe my personality? <laughs> oh, can I call a friend for help with that? Okay. <laughs> no, uh, you you describe it. Like I want you to know. I want you to tell me what you think about yourself. And I could verify if oh, it's true okay. or not. How about that? Sure. Okay. I would assume that you would say that I'm caring, sweet, helpful, um, definitely adventurous. I'm pretty like open. <clears throat> I don't know. Like I'm pretty open. I'm adventurous. I'm it's funny because sometimes when people meet me, think that I'm quiet and that I'm shy at first. <clears throat> But once you get to know me, I'm actually pretty adventurous. Right. And I'm probably what not what I appear to be right away. Right. Is that true? Uh, yeah, I think you hit every nail in the coffin. Sometimes but, it's like hard to describe yourself. I feel like. Yeah, I mean? think one people that don't know about Michelle is that she's very um, exterior wise, very gentle, warm, selfless. And it seems that she's very like seems kind of shy, but. I feel with her, she's she's very outgoing, actually. If there's a group of people that, let's say, I, I, I'm with my friends that she doesn't know, she is very good at mingling with people and, and getting to know people and very likable. And I could see that people like her and vice versa, she likes people. So she's a very people person, even though it seems that she seems a little, quote unquote, shy. Like you mentioned about like, being nervous with the physiotherapy uh, therapist on Zoom call, but really she is personable, um, which is kind of, a, I guess, fun fact about her. But yeah, like if I was to bring her out to people, anybody, I, I'll be very, it'd be easy for me to bring her out because she's, it's, I, I just, I'm just really comfortable bringing her to anyone I know because she's just, I know that people love her. Aw, how sweet. I do like to socialize with just anybody. Yeah, but it comes. It goes back to her being a good uh, listener. Good listener. <laughs> um, but as I mentioned, she is also a good talker as well, and that's just why we're doing this podcast. Let's now let's get down to the nitty gritty. How did you get into mediumship? How I got into mediumship was on a quick long story short. I was going through my Saturn return, which some people might know. That, that happens usually around the age of 29, 28, 29, and it lasts about two to three years. Um, but it just, the meaning of that is like almost like everything that's supposed to come in alignment or to change in your life just comes in um, during your Saturn return. So there's a lot of changes that goes on. Was that I was so happy to find a mentor because I was all this time, like there wasn't, I, I didn't know anybody. I didn't know, no teachers were, were in my awareness at all. Yeah, I just, I was craving, like, I need to learn more because I felt like there was this calling in my heart that was, like, pulling me. But I didn't know where I was going at that time, you know what I mean? Just, I do believe things that just pop into your awareness at the right moment. So that was really cool when I got that download was, like, book it with her, book with her, learn from her. It was It was pretty crazy. But I just didn't know there was no nothing around. Like I feel like nowadays there's like teachers books, there's so much stuff and knowledge around, but it wasn't like that ten like thirteen years ago. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. But I think I think I, I'm just so happy <laughs> to find my Danielle, my mentor, because she's pretty much yeah, she taught me everything. And I've I've worked with a few other mentors um, within the three years of developing as well. But that's where it all started. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, that's um, that's a that's a long process. So out of the mediumship, what else do you do that um, that's related to what you, what your passion and your spiritual journey? So other than my mediumship, um, what I'm currently offering is I have, I do connect with people's angels. So as I connect with your angels, it's like I do a card reading also. So I'll do like, say, for example, like a three card spread. I'll get people to, you know, they can ask one or two questions or they can just leave it up to whatever they need to know at that time. During the card reading, I will call in their angels and their guides. So as I'm, you know, reading the cards, I am getting like guide messages also. And it's also like a channeling experience too. It's very clairsentient because I just sent them, I could feel all their angels around so that's really cool. I, I do love feeling people's angels. So I do that. And then I also do energy healing. I do Reiki. I do in person or over Zoom because I do have a lot of people mm-hmm. that are all around the world. I also do sound healing also. Wow. And I'm excited because I'm going to be doing sound healings on the beach in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Once it gets a little bit warmer out here in Vancouver. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. What else yeah, do I do? Sounds like you have a lot of things going on. Yeah, you you kind of you're you're in the right path. I'll tell you that. Oh wait, I forgot one thing. I knew there was something else. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm also doing private mentorings starting the first week of June. So wow. I already have my first three mentees that have signed up because I'm only just taking three at this time, and we're going to do a four week uh, mentorship. So I'm really excited for that. That's like honestly something I've been dreaming about. Just having that one-on-one mentorship container, um, I honestly, I've been like dreaming about that as right. funny as that sounds, but I feel like that's definitely something that lights me up. Yeah, I'm very excited for you. Very happy for you. And um, I, I, I just love to see how everything unfolds when you uh, you do is one-on-one mentorships. And like I said, it goes back to just getting out of your comfort zone. And so let me ask you a question. So basically... Oh, one thing that I um that I love about you and helped me throughout the the years of my health and my wellness um is something you did for me. I would say I think every 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 so often she does this for me when I'm feeling a little not feeling too good, right? And what what's that called? We call that Reiki. For the audience that don't know what Reiki is, could you explain what it means? So Reiki is energy healing. So I, it's basically you're working with your seven main chakras. So you have the crown, you have the third eye, you have the throat, you have the heart, you have the solar plexus, you have the sacral, and then then you have the root. My Reiki teacher, you know, medium in the middle, she explains it to us when we were learning as imagining like a waterfall, right? And because we all have energy, we are we are all our energy. We have energy flowing through us, but imagine a waterfall. So that's our energy. And after time, there's big rocks or small rocks, there's sticks, there's logs that end up like in that waterfall. Mm-hmm. So your energy is just kind of gets stuck and it kind of just, 
it doesn't flow as nicely as if the rocks and the sticks and the logs like weren't there. So the analogy is that we are moving those rocks and those sticks and the logs. So your energy flows naturally and you'll notice that you'll feel more balanced. You will, you know, if you have problems sleeping, Reiki improves so many things. Like if you have pain, it it can mm-hmm. help with pains. It can help with um, anxiety. It can help with so many things. Yeah. Um, so that's Reiki. So th- I love working with people's energy field. And often when I do Reiki, I will pick up things because I'm in your energy field. So I tend to pick up things psychically. Um, sometimes loved ones will come through because I'm just so open at that time where also I'll get messages for each chakra sometimes. So I'll be like in your root and then your sacral and your solar plexus and certain information will come through for each chakra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's really cool. But yes. So that's what I did for you because you had some health issues. Right. And I'm happy to say that you are have been doing really good with your health health issues and yeah. you haven't really had any problems come up lately. Right. So for those who don't know what my health issue is, is that um I took some medication back three years ago and um it caused me to have a weird side effect, which a lot of people it still until this day is undiagnosed. And I went to every doctor, every clinic, every specialist. And they couldn't figure it out. Basically, it's a very uncomfortable feeling in my chest where it feels like I need to breathe out just to expand my chest to open my airways. It's uh, it's kind of a weird breathing tick I would every so often have throughout the whole day. Um, so for it to be worse, I would drink um, coffee or if I drink alcohol or anything that has to do with carbonation carbonation stuff like that at one point it was just so bad I, it was unbearable i was laying in bed so we decided to do reiki after the one hour well what was in our session with michelle it was pretty much almost gone it was just um how i felt during the session it was just first of all i was kind of a non-believer i didn't <laughs> want to do it yeah Secondly, um, I feel it was a kind of a waste of time. Like, I, you know, I felt like um, nothing's going to work because, you know, she's not a doctor. And I went to all the specialists and it wasn't it wasn't going to work. But after the hour sesh, I just felt like almost like I was floating on thin air. My breathing was just it was on point. I felt like really relaxed, of course. Um, I almost felt like. I slept for 10 hours straight in an hour session. Mm-hmm. And during that session, I felt like I had these mini dreams and there were good dreams that made me feel good. I wouldn't tell you what the dreams are because I don't remember, but <laughs> I just remember that it being just short, quick and waking up to Michelle pulling uh, angel cards. <laughs> I'm like, is this, is it done? The session's done already? It's been 60 minutes? Yeah. It felt like, it felt like 10 minutes, really. They always say time doesn't exist in Reiki. It's like, it either goes by, it goes, usually goes by, it's like a time capsule. Mm-hmm. You're like, wow, time just flies by. But yeah, I definitely feel like you're a believer now for the Reiki because we've done so much Reiki with you. It's funny because at first, 
we'd be like trying to sleep, go to go to bed, right? And you would you couldn't really sleep because you're breathing. It was hard for you to breathe. And you're like, I can't sleep. The breathing is so bad. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to give you Reiki. So as I'm lying in bed, I put my hand on him and I start giving him Reiki. And you're, you were skeptic and you were like, no, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And then all of a sudden, like less than five minutes, all I hear is, <laughs> you start snoring. And I was like, okay, this is when you know the Reiki's working because you couldn't sleep a, bit, a couple minutes ago because of your breathing. The Reiki is so good because it's able to relax your body. Mm-hmm. And you literally would, every time I give you Reiki before bed, you're asleep within mm-hmm. five minutes. Mm-hmm. And so I love how fast it works. And I also love that that's, that's your sign that it's working because you're asleep. <laughs> yeah, no, um, you know, she's been doing Reiki for a long time. And um, it's one of the things that I'm very happy that she knows it. It's almost like a spiritual CPR. Honestly, the reason why I got into Reiki was to heal you. Oh. That was actually the main reason at the beginning. Hmm. Because it's like, oh, I needed it as a tool to help you because I wanted to help you. That's, so, yeah, um, you were my inspiration. Mm-hmm, Did mm-hmm. you know that? Really? Well, wow. okay. That's, uh, yeah. That's very inspiring. Okay, so let's get to the, the fun part, guys. Yeah, let's this lighten is... up the mood a little. No, we're not lighting up the mood. We're actually making the mood a little darker, <laughs> but more of a kind of, let's, let's get down to like, the kind of the taboo side, the weird, like, woo, the, the woo, woo, woo. Oh, okay. we call that the woo, woo. Okay. So well, my question is, okay. So this is what I, I, I just, okay. This is what I uh, find really funny. You, you love the cemetery. I love it. You love the cemetery. Okay. And I'm going to ask you, why do you love the cemetery so much? <laughs> okay. Well, this is my question is why do you think I love the cemetery? <laughs> yeah. Well, why do I think you like the cemetery? Yeah. Um, it's because there's obviously corpses. Um <laughs> and, and and then there's wow. tombstones and there's uh when you see that, you, you know there's there's a lot of spirits and ghosts everywhere. You can just hang out with your best friends and have a drink and just um mm-hmm. connect with anyone. <laughs> anything in that area okay well i don't know how you created this idea that i love the cemetery but i like I, i'm not scared of cemeteries i have no problem going to one if you wanted to go one day you know my mom she's not in, she's not in the cemetery she's actually she has her own bench by the water so i go there i used to go there to visit her so i never actually i don't have anyone to visit at the cemetery but um i do remember like in my earlier teen teen years there was this cemetery where we would go late at night and we would go to fort langley and they had the cemetery there and after like nine o'clock in fort langley at nighttime there's like not one sound there's not one car it's just it's empty it's like the people would call it like ghost town so i guess my friend and i would just go for like a late night walk and i i just i always grew up loving scary movies right so i would just try to spook myself out i guess by like walking by the cemetery late at night when it was all foggy but like we never really hung out at cemeteries right right yeah no that's um you know that's kind of interesting thing to say but uh (laughs) it's um the reason why i asked because 
you you would never catch anyone at the cemetery unless the person um, is there to bring flowers to their loved ones or um or they're you know they're walking past there because they're going to school or something like that whatever right but i think that's kind of interesting and funny to hear that uh you are not afraid to walk around at nighttime i just find it kind of funny well it was back in the day and i think i we were afraid that's why we were doing it because we were trying to like spook ourselves out but i do know i've heard of somebody that loves to work out at the cemetery because he says it's, there's nobody there you know what i mean like as just somebody i listened to um on his podcast but he's from la and he says la has the best cemeteries they're so beautiful like they take care of them so well there's no people there so try to go to like a busy park to work out in the morning or go to the cemetery mm-hmm. and i've definitely heard about people like having picnics at cemeteries so I can't say I've ever hung out at a cemetery, but I wouldn't be against it. Right. If you want to go this weekend, mm-hmm. <laughs> let me know. I want to pass on that. <laughs> okay. There's someone that we both know that is looking to start their spiritual journey, right? They're looking for you for guidance, mentorship, right? Mm-hmm. And experience, right? So how does someone become more spiritual? Where do you start off? So I think everyone has a different idea of what spirituality looks like for them. I think my number one thing, a few things that I would recommend at the beginning of your spiritual journey is, or if you're just curious about learning more and connecting with your own loved ones in spirit, honestly, start with some books. I don't even, I've read over a hundred dollars, a hundred books of spirituality. And what book do you recommend to everyone in the audience here? Honestly, the book that I would recommend is called Your Soul's Plan Hmm. by Robert Schwartz. Oh, there we go. Yes, that book would be my number one. That's always the first one I recommend to people. And I also do love Angels in My Hair by Lauren Byron. That one's a really nice one to learn about your angels. Mm -hmm. And the first book that I recommended, it's all about pre-birth planning of also it goes into past lives, like your relationships with people in your current life. You've played different roles in other different lifetimes. And it talks all about uh, being here, why you're here, what we're here to learn. It's a long audiobook. It's like eight hours, but I'd, I would just listen to it on repeat. But definitely just keep learning and reading and following guides and mentors and learning from you know people that are around you mm-hmm. and I think signs is also a really good book too if you are looking to for advice on how to connect with your loved ones like how to recognize signs and how to ask for signs and because sometimes you'll get somebody who says hey um, I'm just wondering if this is a sign but my my grandfather's favorite song just played on the radio out of nowhere and I don't know where it came from do you think it's my grandfather? And it's like, mm-hmm. of course, <laughs> it's like, sometimes it's, we doubt ourselves like, no, it can't really be them. I need a signier sign. And All okay, right. if it's really you send me like two turtles or something. And it's like, you only look for, say the turtles, you only want to see it in one specific way. But when you open yourself up, you might see two turtles on somebody's like, mm-hmm 
I don't know, like on their car or like a TV show, you might see two turtles, like you might get your sign in a different way. Mm-hmm. So those are just the three books that I would recommend, but I definitely right. would say learn, lean into, just keep learning. Right. Meditation. And, and sorry to interrupt, but uh, speaking about signs, um, what was one thing that I've kind of, what was kind of my pet peeve that um, you kind of naturally did every single time? Um, say we're driving or we're walking around or what did you what did you say like do you remember what you would what you would do that would kind of give me a little a little peeves um so many things I'm sure and then I and then I end up end up doing the same thing you were doing after honestly there's so many things what what which ones comes to mind so what she usually does guys is that let's say there's a license plate with the number one one seven. Or four four, she would always habitually mention it out loud, and I would be like, "Okay, <laughs> you know, like You'd be so excited, right? Oh my gosh!" Or it'd be like on like having eating food at a restaurant, you'll see, you'll see the receipt, maybe like eleven seventy seven or eleven four four, yeah, or whatever it is, right? That was one of her. Was that a pet peeve of yours? I didn't know that. Oh, it definitely was. <laughs> oh. And then eventually I started seeing the same thing and I just I just went wacko jacko and and now you're the one sending pictures to me of your receipts and everything. And you're like, oh my <laughs> gosh, I'm getting angel numbers too. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean when you see those numbers? What would you, so, what would you always tell me? Yeah, it depends. So I take it, I usually take it back to numerology. So if you if you see a, a pattern, if you see numbers that you're always seeing, mm-hmm. you can look into it online, like a quick Google. Mm-hmm. So I would just start Googling, like, what does this number, number mean? What does this number mean? But honestly, okay, so when I see 7-Eleven has been a huge number for me, and but I always see it backwards. So I'll see 117. Yeah. And ones are all about new beginnings. Mm-hmm. So 117, so ones are all about new beginnings, and... Seven is my mystic, is usually known as a mystic number. So when I see 117, I just feel like there's new beginnings, new opportunities. And then the mystic number is comes after that. So for me, that's like my spiritual number mm-hmm. that I know I'm on the right page. I know I'm doing, you know, the right, the things that I'm putting out there, spirituality and all my healing work and all my offerings. I just feel like That's the number that I usually see when there's like changes going around me in my business. Mm -hmm. And then I usually would see like on the clock, like 844, 744, like eight, um, like 644 PM, but all the times would end up in 44. And just for me, 44 was my number that like, I'm on the right track. Mm -hmm. And I do see one, two, three, four, (laughs) which is usually meaning like you're taking the right steps. Like you are doing the right things in order. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it depends. But those are the three numbers I've been seeing a lot for the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it was what do also... You, what do you think of when you see angel numbers? Well, I think of what you... Well, I, I like like I said, I, I like to Google what you what you tell me. So, like, if it's a number that um, I've been seeing very often, uh, I usually just Google it, and then I will look at what the meaning of it, and then it's just, wow, like, I'm just surprised. <laughs> but like do you think that there's like actually like an angel or somebody sending it to you or do you think it's a coincidence as a skeptic i mean 
It's fine. Be honest. I mean, at first, it's like I'm a little skeptic. But then I start seeing it too many times. Um, and, you know, obviously, when you focus on something, you're obviously going to see more of something, right? If you Also, along with reading and learning and just, you know, meditation is something amazing to get into as well. Just going inwards. As soon as you get quiet, you know, we're so busy with school and work and kids and animals and chores and dirty dishes. And I think as soon as you can get quiet, that's when you really can connect with your right. soul, your spirit. And that's when you get, you can hear, you can, I usually get downloads when I'm quiet. And, right. you know, when I'm, to, when I'm trying to think of something that I, I don't know if I should do this or I feel overwhelmed, I will go into this sauna, the infrared sauna, and I'll go in with a notepad of paper. And I will ask myself once I'm quiet, once I'm in mm -hmm. that calm state. I will ask myself the question and answers will come to me. And I walk out of that sauna, like with all of my answers, <laughs> questions answered. But meditation looks different for everybody. For me, you know, it doesn't have to be your eyes are closed, lying down, listening to music. Like I could just be in a quiet sauna alone. Even just doing the dishes could be meditation for you because right. you're, you're in like autopilot and you're kind of in that meditation state. Mm -hmm. You know, driving, sometimes people can feel like they can get into that meditation state just driving. Right. I don't recommend meditating while driving. Mm -hmm. We want you to be able to be able to drive the vehicle safely. Yeah, no, I, um, I, I just want to add on to that, actually. I think it just starts with, like, your daily habits and your lifestyle and your, and your, your daily rituals, you know. So I think first thing we do in the morning is what usually depicts what we're what's going to happen it sets a pace throughout the day for us right so we wake up at 6 30 a.m i'm turning on the bath right and I'm, I'm i'm having it to the complete cold ice cold i go to the freezer i already have ice packs in the freezer i take the ice packs i put in the bath and then as i'm doing that i'm brushing my teeth doing my face whatever and then i um i get into the ice bath Right. And I'm in there for five minutes after I get in there, Michelle wakes up and she gets into the ice bath afterwards. Right. So would you say that's a kind of a meditated state we're in? Totally. Like just your first reaction of your body is to freak out and your heart starts racing. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I get into that ice bath, the first thing I try to do is calm my breathing, calm my breath. And it's almost like you have to get into that meditation state mm -hmm. to be able to handle it in a way and just calm your nerves and, and everything. Because they say that having an ice bath uh, or doing a cold plunge, you have like almost like a panic attack. Like your body is responding the same way as somebody who would respond having a panic attack. And also I've, I learned from um, my friend Bree, she was actually explaining to this to me because when we were doing the cold plunges at the retreat, it was snowing outside. It was so mm. cold oh that I told her how I was feeling when I was going to my into the water. I couldn't talk. I couldn't mm -hmm. breathe. My body was shaking. It was so cold. And she goes, yeah, that sounds like you're having a panic attack. Yeah. But she said also people are trained to do cold plunges because who people that are experiencing panic attacks because it, it teaches them how to have those feelings, but in a safe environment, which was very interesting that I thought. Yeah. That's very interesting. So 
we do these ice bath. It's not because we want to torture ourselves being in the cold. It's it's you know it feels like needles kind of pricking your body and it's it hurts right and it's it's uncomfortable right. But it goes back to like I said, being uncomfortable makes you more comfortable and more um, uncomfortable situations, right? So I guess in this case, you know, when you're in the ice bath, you're practicing your breathing because you're basically hyperventilating in the bathtub. So as you're hyperventilating, um, I was watching um, a video by the name of his name is uh, John Wiff. I believe his name is John Wiff. He's with the called he's called the Ice Man, and he's the same guy that climbed Mount Everest with no shoes, no shirt. But yeah, he um, he talks about breathing techniques, right? And he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. I was listening in the gym the other day, and it was just fascinating of what he's talking and how basically he was able to control his immune system. Practice your breathing. He This is what he's said, okay? So what you got to do is breathe through your nose, right? So you're breathing through your nose just enough so that way it pretty much kind of hurts a little bit. And you breathe out. So when you breathe out, you're not breathing out for too long, but you're breathing in more than you breathe out. And what does that do? So when you do that enough times, what happens, it builds this chemical in your body where it opens up the airways in your lungs and you're able to last longer in more tougher situations, such as um, an ice bath. And it helps with, you know, fights diseases. It's one thing, things that I learned that whenever I feel like I need to, I'm in a tough situation, that really helps. So how do you find that your life has changed ever since you started doing ice bath? Oh, there's a lot of different changes. Because you do it every morning. For myself, I, there's a lot of benefits. There's serotonin benefits. So you just have, um, serotonin is and things you get from from foods, from walking the dog, from cuddling a, a puppy. Ice bath is one of the big big things as well. And and right when, right when you right when you into the water, you your spikes of dopamine hits as well. So pretty much it's just happy chemicals that are just rushed through your body and your veins. So first thing in the morning, dig an ice bath, come out of it, and you're just happy. And it's funny because like that's the f- that's the opposite thing that I'm thinking of. Because every morning you wake up like 20 minutes, 50, 10 minutes before me, you get the bath going, you get the ice, you go, you you do all the setting up and you do your bath for two minutes. And then you're like, okay, it's your turn. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm like every morning, I'm like, I don't need to do it today. I think to my head, like, I don't need to do it today. I could skip a day. And then you're like, let's go. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> it's already cold. You made the bath for me. But in the morning, you know, my first reaction is like, it's not going to create happiness for me. Mm-hmm. But more, I think I'm I'm more willing to do it because I'm like challenging myself. Mm-hmm. But today I actually put on music and music actually helped me totally relax, like way more, mm-hmm. way more easily. But yeah, you do it for the feeling you get after. <laughs> and it's hard to imagine that feeling before you don't feel you you can't imagine how happy you're going to feel at the end you can only only imagine like why am i doing this i must be crazy (laughs) you know it's definitely one of those things that you just have to be like i said it goes back to being uncomfortable 
All right, it's called Rapid Fire, guys. You guys ready for this? We're going to get the number show a lot better. Uh, vacation home, um, house near the water, near the beach, or farm with animals, with horses. Oh, that's hard. You got to throw the horses in there. <laughs> Beautiful horses that that you could ride every day in the morning. But like, is the, the beach sun. is the beach secluded or is there is it like a busy beach? No, it's uh, it's secluded. Is it an ocean or is it a lake? Uh, you have a boat. Get specific. And you have beautiful white sand. Um, and it's it's a lake view. It's a lake. It's like just think of the the notebook. Oh, with the canoes, like a cabin. No, not a cabin. It's definitely a beautiful home. Okay. Um, so you got that, and then you got the the farmhouse with dogs running around. You got horses. <laughs> um, you got chickens, and you got yeah, just just a lot of just animals, and you're not you're not eating them. You're just taking care of them. Oh, I love animals. And then that's. But like, is there not allowed dogs in the lake house either? Uh, you have one dog. This is like you have like ten dogs. And you're not you're not working. You got people doing all that stuff for you. You're just there to like just overseas decisions. Hmm. I do love being close to the water, but as long as it's like a secluded beachy area. Okay, I'll take the I'll take I think I'll take the beachy area because I do get a dog. Wow. And I like boats and I like the water. The water is like peaceful. Horses, I feel like I'm just going to fall off the horse and hurt myself. Okay, well, this is supposed to just be a one-word answer. You know, to really answer that question, but pizza or pasta? Pizza. Okay. Wine or champagne? Wine. Baseball hat or one of those cool, I would call it the Kate and Bristol hack, which she, she wears a little cowboy hat. Like, what do you, you know? Like a brown hat? Yes. Yeah, I'll do like a sun Sleep in, um, watching Netflix the night before, or going out to play bingo with the with the family. Bingo. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Flowers or chocolates. Oh, it's hard. Chocolate. I'm so, a Taurus. Mm-hmm. Oh, we like our snacks. Mm-hmm. Italy or Paris. Italy or Paris? You said Paris funny. Paris. Well, Italy. I heard it's a lot cleaner and prettier. Mm-hmm. Paris, okay. I heard it's good for a couple nights. Okay, so places you've been already. California or Montreal when it's not winter? California. I love Cali. Really? Okay. I think I had a past life in Cali. Mm-hmm. Matt or Megan? <laughs> For those who don't know, that's your sister and brother. Wow, what kind of question is that? Well, probably Megan because she's gonna listen to this podcast and she's gonna be like, "You better pick me." Mm-hmm. Matt would never listen to this. Three kids and daughter, um, son, and then daughter, right? Okay, or triplets. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh, three kids: daughter, son, and daughter. No triplets, but I take twins. So you like to like take care of each one. You you want to give it time. You don't want to just pop them all three them out together. Twins, I'd say yes. You you rather get twins than I want triplets. That's a lot. Okay. I only have two hands. I guess Samsung or Apple. 
Apple. Apple for life. Okay. You ready for this What one? about you? Apple or Samsung? Samsung. Why? Better Camera? camera, better phone, better specs. But then you can't do Apple tags. They actually have Samsung tags, apparently. Yeah. When a customer told me. What? Yeah, it works better. Because with the Samsung tag, you know how it sh you know, goes to my phone, you only see the one tag at a time you gotta click on each one. This one shows each tag of whatever wherever it is. Oh, so I got you all these air tags for Christmas and then you next month you traded your iPhone in for Samsung and then you can't use them anymore. Luke hmm. Brian or Sam Hunt? Sam Hunt. Okay, so what has been your favorite age so far? Oh, my favorite age so far. I would have to say mm, 19. Okay, so what am I going to get you to do? This is the rapid fire because... There's a lot of questions. There's over like 30 here, okay? I want to say, tell me what the what the answer is and give me one word answers for why, okay? One word answers for why? Yeah. Like, what is your favorite age so far? 19. 19, I say why. You say... One word answer for why? Yeah, you say... Okay, um, I get it. Boyfriend or okay. uh, lo love, life. What has been your favorite age so far? My favorite age so far, 19. Why? And only one word? Yeah. Freedom. No, I'll give you two words. It's okay. Freedom. Freedom. What is your go-to lazy dinner? Soup from a can. Why? It's fast. Easy. What is your favorite thing to do in the summertime? Oh, go boating. Why? Um, Adrenaline. I was just going to say adrenaline. What is your nicknames? You tell me. What do you call me? Munchkin. Hmm? Munchkin. Yeah. Munchkin and... Babe. Babe, sure. Why? I don't know. Why did you call me Munchkin? Cute. What it was your major in college? Mediumship. Why? Spirituality. <laughs> what is the sp stupidest dare you ever agreed to? Oh. Okay, this is... You don't have to... One word answer. You can just tell them a story. <laughs> like a long story, but okay. Stupidest dare was slamming a two six of Bacardi lemon. Um, Why? in high school. Why? <laughs> Why was it stupid? <laughs> oh, because I ended up in the hospital. No, no. Why did you do it? Oh, because I'm super competitive. And you wanted to fit in. No, I just wanted to win. What item is worth spending more money on? Skincare. Why? Youth. It's a bad made right now. Yes, because why is it made right now? Because I hate having a messy bed. If you can afford any car, what what do you, what would you drive? I really want a Jeep where the roof comes off and the doors come off. Okay. But I would like a Range Rover if the roof came off, like a convertible one. Mm -hmm. Have you ever written a song for someone? No. Let's just start right now. <laughs> what is the last craft you made? We made handmade drums at the retreat. Wow. What is one thing you regret spending money on? I don't know. I don't really have regrets. Um, maybe groceries, because groceries are so expensive. Well, you, you're going to have to spend money on groceries, so you shouldn't regret that. <laughs> but I think I regret the amount of money I spent on groceries. Because I feel like I'm at the grocery store like every day. Uh, what's, what, what's what about you what's one thing that you regret spending money on 
It's a hard question. Um, well, I just bought this uh, carpet cleaner for my couches that I cannot use anymore because it's one of the pieces is broken. Hmm. And based on the warranty they have on it, well, yeah, it's just they, they don't fix it. Okay. So they, they is kinda, that a vacuum? So yeah, they kind of screwed me over with the, the warranty there. What movie do you enjoy quoting the most? I already know. You know? Yes. How do you know? But I don't even know. Because you told you you quoted this to me many times in high school. You said it's from high school. Oh. <laughs> the Cinderella story? Mm-hmm. Let's not quote it. Um, <laughs> if you could be transferred into one animal, what would you choose? I want to be a... Well, I was already a bird in my past life, but I would think I'd want to be a bird again. That's a bird. Um, I don't know. Maybe like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I just want to fly. Which dish do you like to cook best? Avocado toast. Um, is that a dish for sure? <laughs> uh, what is your hidden talent? Well, if it's hidden, I can't tell you. Maybe remembering lyrics to rap songs. <laughs> sure, remembering lyrics to rap songs. Okay. Thank so, you for answering for I, me. Because I don't want to say she's a rapper or she'll be too excited. What is your favorite rainy day activity? I think we just answered the, the last question to this question. It would be a fit right in. Um, my favorite rainy day activity is sleeping. Oh, that too. <laughs> Watching movies. How do you usually answer the telephone? If it's you, I feel like. What do you want? Mm -hmm. I'm just kidding. Sounds about right. <laughs> just kidding. I, I don't know. Michelle speaking. Oh. Who is your favorite Disney character? She's not a big Disney. Oh, Tigger. From Winnie the Pooh. Okay. Um, I think they're talking more or less like... Okay, sure. We'll take it. I used to dress but up we're... as him for Halloween. I was Halloween. thinking you, you would talk about Snow White or Cinderella. And he's into princesses. I was into, like, the animals. Like, like Air Bud. I loved the, all the I animals. No, that's your movie. Finish the phrase. The way to my heart is... Food. food. And? Wine. No, I don't they even drink that much wine. Pizza. No, no. Food and? Back rubs. Massages. All of the tourist things. What are you most looking forward to? I'm going to Italy. Of course, I was just getting married, but sure. <laughs> no, we're not gonna have a wedding. We're gonna go to Italy instead. What ne never? What never fails to make you laugh? Oh, that show in Practical Jokers. Oh yeah, but what else? And you? Oh yes, I'm always making her laugh. I always say that you are like having ten friends in one person, ten different personalities. Ten personalities. Where do you prefer to go on a first date? I prefer to do like something adventurous, like you doing. So I'm gonna ask you a couple questions. Mm -hmm. Would you rather fly or have a super strength? Fly. <laughs> Where would you fly to? Cambodia. That's a long flight. I know. <laughs> Your arms are gonna get tired. What do you mean? Like, am I gonna flap my wings to Cambodia? Yeah. Okay. Is that okay? No, I'm just gonna be like. Like Superman, where I just stick my arms out and I just <laughs> a long time. I got, like fire kind of my feet. Okay, nope. would you rather find your dream job or win the lottery? Uh, win the lottery, so that way I could use that money to invest 
And then I could do things like travel, um, Okay. go to Thailand and do kickboxing. Ooh, that's your dream, hey? Are you more of an introvert or extrovert? Mm, that's, I don't know. I, I think extrovert actually, because I love going out and I love crowds of people. Uh, at the same time, I, yeah, I, I, I like going, I like being inside, inside as well. How do you recharge your batteries after socializing? Um, just being at home and, and, and sleeping and just kind of just doing my own thing. Do you kill bugs you find inside or do you take them outside? Um, I usually, uh, bring them outside, but if it's, if it's your case where you're screaming bloody murder because you see a spider and you, you tell me to kill it, I have to do what I got to do. That actually reminds me, literally, like, before we started this podcast, there was a spider in my bedroom, and I, and I put over it, a dish over it, so I didn't want to kill it, so I put a dish over it, but then you'll have to take it outside after this is over. Okay, do you prefer driving or flying? Driving or flying on a plane? Yeah, on a plane this time. I thought I had special powers still. Um, driving or flying? I definitely don't like flying. Uh, so I would say driving. Would you rather travel to the past or to the future? Uh, I want to travel to the, ooh, travel to the past or future. But am I going back to the present after? Um, I don't know. <laughs> let's say, let's say yes. Uh, I guess to the future so that I can know what's, what I could do with a, the fix in case, you know, I could know winning lottery and what mistakes I make in the future to, to, Yeah, that's a good idea. Are you more cautious or bold? Uh, Me too. cautious. No, you're not. <laughs> Cannonball into the pool or dip a toe in first? Cannonball into the pool now. Before it used to be dip the toe. What's changed? What's changed? Um, it's because if you think too much, you won't you won't be able to do it. So you just have to put yourself out there and just face your fears and And then eventually you'll get over it. Makes me want to cannonball into a pool right now. Do you have your own Netflix account or do you use somebody else's? Are you somebody else's? Mine. Yes. Uh, what is your guilty pleasure? Ooh, guilty guilty pleasure, like for music, for food, like Anything. for anything. Like something Uh that you might be embarrassed to admit. bands. What? <laughs> he said it too fast. Boy bands. Like Backstreet Boys? Sure, why not? Wow, truth's coming out on this podcast. What's your go-to karaoke song? Um, go to karaoke song, probably "Home" by Michael Bublé. Can you sing a little for us right now? No. Oh. Um, what was your last Google search? Pull up your phone. My last Google <laughs> search. yeah. Uh Oh, I'm excited. Um, it's Craigslist. Craigslist? Mm-hmm. What on Craigslist? Van Uh, Gogh couch? yes. Me Okay, posting good. up couches. Thank goodness it wasn't something else. That would have been awkward. <laughs> What celebrity annoys you the most? Is, well, actually, the other day, I hate, um, Hate's a strong word. I always say the word hate, 
but sure. Um, I don't, I don't hate him, but I just don't like his voice, and it's the weekend. What is the weirdest thing that your pet prince does? He uh, tends to bite me in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty weird. <laughs> and why does he bite you in the middle of the night? People are probably wondering. Because he's just overprotective for his mother, and he wants to meet me out the bed, and I'll be in the pet the the dog pet uh bed you guys fight over and the bed he he gets to bed because he's the prince if your pet could talk what would they say to you it's <laughs> a great follow-up question <laughs> give me food no get off the bed that's my bed <laughs> oh my gosh he's just staring at us right now he's like hey, i want to go out i want to go okay a couple more questions if you could be any animal what would you be that's a good question. What would I be as an animal? I just think of the like animal that people would. I maybe a maybe a dog actually. Could you think about it? Like that's the only animal that humans would take care of, and it would usually live a, a good full life. But I don't want to be any other animal because I don't want to eat in life. Um, uh, what's the best prank that you've ever played on somebody? Well, I like to scare people. I scared Deanna, yeah, like just today. Prank? So the I best, was, the best, the best, the one. best. Well, that's the best one for me. Okay, is going up behind someone, not knowing I'm behind them, and then there's people around, and then I people see me and I give them the shh, don't tell anyone, and I go up behind the person and I go, boo, and they just. Their face reactions are just funny as hell. You got to get better with your pranks, my darling. Um, okay, what was the best prank that somebody played on you? I won't say the best, but definitely the uh, most annoying one that I didn't like. You remember? <laughs> yes. What was it? You tell. You tell. It's your story. Tell, you tell them. When I, when I put that sign on your yes. car. I put a huge sign on his trunk that said, honk, it's my boyfriend's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you were so embarrassed. Everybody was honking, waving, rolling their windows down. Happy birthday. And you're like, thanks. And you're like, oh, my God, how do they know that? And you're like, maybe they were at the gym because the lady at the gym, when I clocked in, she said happy birthday because it probably popped up on my screen. So you thought all these people were at the gym and they heard her say happy birthday. You were like tripping. And I'm just, my face is red, just trying not to laugh. Yeah. You don't think that was funny? I know. I didn't like it. But you were so happy. Like, you know, when someone says happy birthday, you just have the biggest smile and you're like, thank you. No. Everybody was saying it. So you what, were so What if my happy. birthday, I actually don't want people telling me happy birthday because it's like, it's like, it's one of those days, like, it's like, it's like an ego you thing. You loved it. You were so happy and smiling until you found out that it was a prank. That's okay. Nice. Two questions left. Um, what trait most defines who you are? I would say if I want something in my life, if I work hard enough, I usually go out and get it. Do you think that people can change? Yes. So you believe in second chances? Yeah. What is the kindest thing you've ever done for someone? Ooh, well, I help out my family a lot. Yeah, I, I don't want to get into it, but yeah, that's pretty much what I do. And to and every day I just I'm always helping 
going over above for people when it comes to anything like whether it's like other people with their their cell phones or whatever it is right I, i'm always trying to go over and above for people Okay, this is going to be a deep one right here. What is your deepest fear? Regret. Yeah, doing things that, doing something I know I am capable of doing, but not doing it. Mm. You're like, you don't want to be like on your deathbed and having regret of all the things that you wish you did. Yeah, because Tom is flying by like a mother. And yeah, I don't want to be able to, I wish I did this. If you could go back in time and change history, would you? I don't think so. Because I I don't know. I just, I couldn't, I can't really think. I mean, I wish I, there are things I told myself uh, I should have done differently. But yeah, I mean, you know what? Yes. Because you know how it's funny? People say, you know what? Regret is like, you can't regret anything. I mean, I don't regret it. But if I was to tell myself, hey, you know, it's better to do, uh, get your credit um, better or it's good to save money um, now because you want to need to buy a house or um, a best way to make money is this. I mean, why wouldn't I tell myself that, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, of course. Okay. What do you think people misunderstand about you? They think that I'm very egotistic sometimes and controlling, but really I, um, I, I have a really big heart and when I give people advice or whatever it is, it's really based on um, out of my good heart because I care for people too much. And um, and really based on people think that, oh, because, you know, I have this and that, um, it sounds like I'm egotistic, but it's really one of the things that I, I'm more or less trying to help that person what quote resonates with you? No one will remember what you did. So just do it. Hmm. I like that. And what is the best advice you've ever received? That's pretty much it. Don't care what anyone thinks. And just pursue your dreams and do what you got to do. What motivates you the most? Being able to take care um myself and my family and you and just um living a really fulfilled and fun life this is a fun fun life what is your favorite book you've ever read tony robbins the giant within oh really yeah what is your favorite podcast favorite podcast um i don't know maybe like I would say my favorite podcast, but what really like kind of got me into like my feelings a little bit is like one of the Ed Milet, um podcasts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like his podcast too. Really? Okay, last question. Maybe. What is your ideal date? Ideal date? Yeah, like if we were to go on a first date. Oh, um, okay. So I love Chinese food. Uh, we duck, rice. <laughs> and pork and then i love the arcade i love playing video games and yeah i guess the arcade and like whatever uh -huh. that'd be pretty ideal yeah should we do that tonight 
We can do that tonight. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for your all these questions. And thanks for coming on. All right. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's pretty much all we have right now. Okay. Until next time. All right. Thanks for coming on the podcast and being my first guest. It's been a privilege. Yeah, high five. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on. I will see you guys in the next episode. If you need to follow me on Instagram, you can check out my Instagram at Soul Connections with Michelle. And you can follow along on all of my offerings there. And we currently have the June membership for mentoring full, but I will be offering a new mentorship. I'm not sure if it's going to be July or August, but you guys will be the first to know if you're following me on Instagram. But you can apply now and then you will automatically be added to the list where um, when I do start the next round of memberships. So, so you can apply now just to have your name already there because I'll probably only be taking on three people again. Yeah, I look forward to connecting with you guys all. And if you guys ever want to reach out on Instagram, feel free to send me a message and we can continue the conversation there. Okay, have a good day. Bye.